Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon, and today we're going to talk about a topic that for sure is the one that gets the most action when I offer trainings on it, when I talk about it on Facebook. And that is how do you protect your energy? How do you block toxic people? How do you keep energy vampires from sucking on your energy wells, right? And to give you an idea, in case this isn't something that you thought of might be important to you, probably right now you're thinking, yeah, I really would like to know how that is. I guess about a year ago, I started talking about this. I put a question out to my, you know, my community and I said, you know, what do you want me to talk about? This was one of the things that came up and I had done a Facebook live on it. And, you know, my Facebook lives can get anywhere from, you know, thousands of hits, you know, just, and those are like minimum views to, you know, hundreds to sometimes none. (laughs) But this one, How to Protect Your Energy, had something like hundreds of shares. And I think we had, I don't know, 15, 20,000 views on this one. So this one is a hot topic for sure. And I would say in this environment, do we need this more than ever? So, you know, there's a lot of ceremonial type work or process type work about building an you know building a light field around you building an energy field around you and at the end of this podcast I'll give you a very simple process that I use I am working on a training around this so and that training is going to be out in a couple of weeks I'll announce it here on the podcast as soon as it's available for registration it's going to be part of a training series that I'm putting out in relationship to a new release. I have a a product coming out, a book product, and I will talk to you more about it next week. The training series is part of that that launch. It's also going to be associated with a new brand for this podcast. All this new stuff is coming, but I didn't want to wait on this because (laughs) this is something that I, you know, I get questions on every week for sure which is how do I protect my energy? You know, how do I keep from feeling depleted just by being around people or uh, you know, social media? And part of what I think makes this confusing or hard is a lot of times this happens without our noticing it. Meaning it's happening, we don't realize it's happening in the moment and then all of a sudden we'll leave a conversation, we'll leave after reading some social media, we'll leave an event, not in this day and age, but you know, <laughs> back in the day before the pandemics, and then we'll feel like just completely wiped out. And we'll realize that someone or something kind of sucked the energy out of us. You know, how do we keep that from happening? And so to me, it's always important 
I can give you things to do in the moment, but a lot of times we don't really know what's happening in the moments or like we find out afterwards. So what is it? What's the stuff you can do on a regular basis to keep your energy field strong so that you know, that toxic energy doesn't get in. And also people don't have the energy to, they don't have the ability to suck from you. You know, the number one thing you can do is to be well-rested. It probably seems reasonable, but you may wonder why that's the number one thing. And the, and the reason is that when you have enough rest and we are a seriously sleep-deprived society, when you have enough rest, your system just works at a higher functioning level. Your physical system, your psychological system, and your energy system all benefit from enough rest. So making sure that you are getting enough rest, and rest isn't just sleep. Rest is downtime from thinking. Rest is downtime from problem solving. In fact, in our mastermind, one of our uh, members said, you know, I've never been a person that's got a big checklist, a big to-do list, and constantly worrying about checking things off the list. I'm not always obsessing over keeping the house clean or keeping up on this or that. And, you know, she has two kids. She's got a business and um, a military spouse. So she's got a very busy life. And so she was saying, like, compared to, like, others, she thinks she's chill, you know. But when we talked about it, you know, she did see that she has this nurture, this nurturer process, and a lot of nurturers do, even if you're not this crazy control freak, where you're just constantly running through, are my people okay? Are my people okay? And like, you don't even realize it, but you're just like, are the kids okay? Are my parents okay? Is my partner okay? Are my friends okay? And you just start that cycle all over again. That alone, that's busy. That's busy in your brain. That's busy in your energy system. So rest is really definitely getting enough sleep, but also just having downtime, not working all the time, not problem solving all the time, just chilling out. You know, you've heard me talk about that in relationship to, you know, a lot of times we reject what we consider to be lazy, you know, the laziest part of ourselves or being lazy. But the reality is that same part of you really understands what you need in terms of downtime. So getting that downtime naturally keeps your energy system and then all the other systems working at a much higher, stronger level. So number one is that. Number two is to really be conscious of what you consume. And this isn't about, and that's what I'm talking about, food and drink. So you know, things like sugar, anything in excess is going to be problematic to your physical body, problematic to your psychological health. Because if you're eating foods that, you know, put your system into extreme feelings, caffeine, alcohol, sugar, all these things, or any, any of the allergen foods, if you're allergic to them is going to throw off also your energy system. So, you know, just starting with what you consume and your rest. And I'm not talking about being like a purist when it comes to what you eat because eating for pleasure, you know, allowing yourself pleasure, not making everything guilt-ridden is is a really good thing to do. Enjoying your food, enjoying anything is really helpful when it comes to strengthening your energy system, which goes to number 3. And that is find a way to play find a way to have fun. Laughter 
is really hard to get to if you're fully depleted, but laughter in advance of anything will really build up that uh, repelling nature to toxic energy. So what often happens with people who can be referred to as energy vampires or toxic people is that they are deeply attracted to light, people's inner light. And so if you're a person that has a big inner light, even if you're exhausted at this point, you're just naturally fueled by love, you're going to be very attractive to toxic people. And you can't make yourself less attractive to toxic people, or you don't want to, because that means really dimming your light. And you may notice that's the behavior that you take on. Like if you're around a, um, a person that complains all the time and drains you, that you've developed a habit of like jumping on the complaining bandwagon so you get there first, or being more unhappy than they are to kind of shut them down. That's actually you, what you've tried to do in that is intuitively make yourself less attractive to that person. <laughs> you've dimmed your light. Not, I mean, you can do it that way. But it's not the best way to do it. The best way to do it is just keep your light really big, but then strengthen the uh, force field around you. Now, I talk about that force field in terms of resistance and receiving. The strengthening this force field isn't about resisting that other person. It's about setting a boundary of what gets to come in. And when you fill that force field with love, which allows for that receiving energy, allows you to receive all the good stuff, the strength of that love also creates a boundary to not love, right? So it, it limits the amount of fear that can come in, toxic energy, and the ability for energy vampires to feed off of you. So those are some basic things you can do. And for laughter, you might be thinking, there is nothing fun in my life right now, Patty. And let me tell you, sister, I get you. I really do. I get that feeling sometimes. I mean, I I was there a month ago. I've I've escaped that non-fun room, but I get it. The thing that I find works though is if you have a favorite comedian, going and watching them on YouTube or if there's a favorite sitcom that you used to watch. I find that the older sitcoms do better at getting really those belly laughs. I don't find that we have too many today. I I mean, I love sitcoms, but I just think the old ones were a little bit better at getting those belly laughs. But just find something that's a good go-to and watch it and just laugh. You know, just laugh, be silly, have fun. So those are three very basic um, ways to strengthen your system and repel toxic people and energies. And I'm going to give you some more metaphysically oriented options too. But the reason I like those so much is sometimes working with, you know, energy can feel very esoteric. It can feel very intangible. And our brains, if they're going to, if we are going to invest some time in doing something, even if it's as simple as getting more rest and having fun and (laughs) eating food that makes us happy, but doesn't send our systems into overload. You know, brain wants to know why it's doing it. And sometimes it's hard for the brain to get on board with the energy stuff, but it can usually get on board with the health stuff, the physical and the emotional and the psychological health. And so that's why I start with those three. They just do so much. They, They will strengthen your immune system. They will give you clearer thought patterns so you can solve problems more easily, all that stuff. So that's some basic things you can do to repel toxic energy. Then there's some 
actual actions you can take around boundary setting. So boundary setting is a very, very powerful way to tell the universe where you want it to help you block certain things. So we don't want to block the money, love, and support coming in or the intuitive guidance, but we do want to block stuff that is meant to detract from our energy, right? So setting boundaries. I'm going to give you three ways to set boundaries that will help keep out toxic energy and people and also send really strong signals to the universe, to the divine, to assist you with that. And if you're wondering why wouldn't the universe or the divine just assist you with it anyway, it's again, free will. So you really have to show it what you what you want and then it will support that. So the first is using the word no and using the word no often, not arbitrarily, but using it every time you want to say no. That is a wonderful way to set real boundaries in general, but certainly with toxic people and situations. And a lot of times, good people struggle to block toxic people or situations because they don't want to look mean or make someone feel bad. But the reality is if someone's sucking your energy, you get to say no to that, right? And so just practicing it saying no, that's the first way. The second way is to consciously opt out of situations with toxic people or energies. So you might just know that a certain house, uh, a certain location, just when you go there, it just doesn't feel good for you for whatever reason. Just consciously choose not to go there. And it might mean disappointing someone, consciously choosing not to get on the phone with someone that wants to have a conversation that you know is just going to drag you down. Consciously choosing not to go to an event or maybe spend much less time at an event, advanced plan that you're going to spend less time there when you know it's draining. So maybe a lot of your family members are draining, but it's your grandmother's birthday and you're not going to let your grandmother down, but all these other people are going to be there. So, you know, just pre-plan how you're going to honor your grandmother and still get out of there in an amount of time that feels right for you. And once you start making these choices consciously, uh, what you'll find is other solutions come. So for instance, you know, it's your grandmother's birthday. There's a big family party, obviously not during COVID, but some other time. And um, you choose to spend a minimum amount of time there. And maybe that's when you realize, but you know what, grandma, I'll come back and see you and we'll just have our alone time. And your grandmother probably appreciate that a lot more. So again, saying no, consciously choosing not to be in these situations. And then the third is staying off random scrolling through social media. A lot of people I know that come to this podcast have businesses or use social media in their work. And you may find that you need to be on social media all every day, right? And that's fine. But there's a difference between going on there with a goal and then just kind of absorbing and everything that people are communicating on social media. It has become increasingly uh, negative, the environment on social media. There's been a lot of studies, a lot of articles done on you know how this is developing in social media. People are using it for their emotional processing. I've talked about this before from a psychological standpoint, the whole therapy community and then eventually the coaching community was really born out of needs that we have as humans to process. And those processing needs when we lived in tribes were handled 
in other ways. And the more we became decentralized from our families of origin, the more we spread out, the more therapists became important and then ultimately coaches too, therapists being those that focus on processing and clearing up past emotions, coaches focusing on getting through what's standing in the way of you moving forward and helping you make plans to do that. What's happened though, is that a lot of people haven't chosen those positive, um, healthy ways to get support with that. And they're just dumping their emotions into social media and it's becoming a soup of lots of stuff. Now there's some good stuff I love when I get to see a marriage or a milestone or a new life come into the world through social media that I might not have known about. Those are all beautiful things, but there's also a lot of stuff in there that's super toxic. And the thing is toxicity is sticky. So if you read something from someone and it makes you feel bad, that energy is going to be sticky to more of that stuff. So if you do find that you've consumed something that's toxic, you want to move your attention away from that and go find something that that's really uplifting. My number one tool when you've absorbed something on social media for repelling that toxic energy is get outside. And if you can't get outside, open a window. And if you are working somewhere that you can't do either of those things, try to keep plants or fresh flowers near you. Nature, nature, nature is our best ally against all of this toxic stuff. We've got the uh, the fundamental stuff we talked about, which is rest and food and drink and laughter. Then we've got the boundary setting of saying no, consciously choosing not to be with toxic people and limiting time on social media. And then I'm going to give you one quick metaphysical tool and actual building your basically your light shield around you. And again, we'll go more into this in that training. I'm working on the training series, which will be out. It'll be out, I think, the second week in October. So you can look for it. That's when it will start. And so the way that I build my energy shield, but again, I, I don't like relying on this particular tool as much as the stuff we just talked about, because this tool and any tool about building your energy shield, it's, it's not sustainable. Meaning if you build your energy shield in the morning, you probably need to rebuild it a few times during the day if you're out and about and seeing people or engaging with people or engaging with life on the internet. But um, the simple tool is to um, first understand that your energy field is about three feet in every direction, a circular direction around your body, right? That's your natural energy field. So you just want to visualize that um, field like a bubble around you and see that big, big globe around you, three feet in every direction. Now you might see it closer to your body because we tend to pull in our energy field when we're feeling constricted or constrained so that if you're in that situation right now, you might feel that, or you might be out in public. You might be listening to me at the gym and you might be pulling your energy in because you're a little COVID nervous. But you know, generally speaking, it's three feet in every direction. And what you want to do is first, you just want to um, call in some help. I like to call in Archangel Michael. He's the Archangel that works with lightworkers and just say, Archangel Michael, clear any and all negative energy from my energy system now. And just feel that like washing, you know, feel white light washing over you and just clearing all the negativity out. And if it doesn't feel like it's working completely, you might want to just use some breath cycles, breathing in, 
clean white light and breathing out all that negativity, sending it down to the earth, or you can send it um, with the intention of return to love or leave, right? So you just want to ask Archangel Michael or visualize that, you know, any stuff that's sticking to you, washing off of you, then you want to see that globe of energy or that boundary of energy around you as light. And you want to just with intention, strengthen the light around you and make the intention of only love in and only love out. And that is a simple technique that I use. I like it because you can kind of do it quickly on the spot. If you suddenly are like in the grocery store and you're like, woof, I'm not liking the energy in here. You can kind of close your eyes, do that super quick. And you know, you've strengthened your force field. It is fun to do it. I you know, haven't obviously rode the subways in a little while, eight months to be exact. But when I do it on the subways in New York City, which tend to be crowded, you know, you'll start to see people start to move a little um, away from you because they feel that energy field, whether you realize it or not. So there you have it. There you have a series of opportunities that you have to strengthen your your energy field and repel toxic people and energies. And again, got a lot of fun, new, interesting stuff coming up in the next few weeks. So be sure to come here, listen in here um, so you know what's going on. Also, follow me on Facebook, Patty A. Lennon. Um, so facebook.com forward slash Patty A. Lennon, where you can catch my Facebook lives. And also, you'll have that second place to make sure you're on top of um, what's going on and in the trainings and the new releases that are coming out. Have a fantastic day and yeah, just be big and bright and light and just send that toxic energy running from you. All right. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices Amplified.